All right, welcome. This is my first episode, Millennial Minds. I'm going to talk about a lot of different stuff throughout the episodes that I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to try and do quite a bit, probably at least 100 or more. Um, yeah, so I'm a millennial. 35 male you know single never married no kids i get the feeling like there's a lot of men nowadays that basically fit that bill yeah and why is that you know that's what i want to talk about i'm going to call this episode uh, the lack of community I think that's a big part of why we have so much issues now. It's like, why, yeah, why are there so many single people? Why is there so many, not just men, but women too? You know, you see all these research stuff, all these studies, people saying that, you know, like nobody can find anybody to date for like more than a few times, let alone marry. You know, and, and it's a little crazy, you know, because it's like, this didn't used to be that big of a problem. Even, I feel like 15 years ago, it wasn't that big of a problem. I think, you know, like we don't have any community anymore. I think that's the biggest issue right now. Like there's no, like people don't go to churches anymore. You know, that was a big community building thing for a lot of people. You go to church every Sunday. You knew other people at church. You met people there. Um, and like, I'm not religious at all. You know, I, I never have gone, you know. So a lot of other people never go anymore. A lot of people, they might not just meet at a church, but it might be through work, you know, like, but I, that's never really a good thing to do either, you know, basically, unless you're going to marry the person. There's a headline, single women own more homes than single men in the U.S., but that edge is narrowing. Yeah. PewResearch.com is a good place to go for a lot of these types of statistics. Um, but yeah, like, you know. Like I live in a, a building, apartment building that's probably, maybe there's like 40 other people that live in the building, but I couldn't tell you the name of anybody else. And they don't know my name. That's pretty common nowadays. Most people don't even know their neighbors. You know, you go to the gym, everybody goes to the gym, puts headphones in. You know. Nobody talks to anybody at the gym anymore. Not just, you know, maybe a guy approaching a woman, but just other dudes. Like, guys don't even really talk to other guys, you know. There was a great documentary in the 70s made Pumping Iron about Schwarzenegger. If you go back and watch that, seriously, like, everybody in the documentary, they're... 
when they're in the gym, they're talking to each other. They're learning from each other. They're, it's a community, you know. I mean, your workplace can be a bit of a community building for some people, but uh, a lot of other people, maybe you have a job where you're not around many people at all. You might be isolated. Like I'm, I'm a truck driver. So like I, the only people I ever really see are the restaurants I deliver to. You know, bars and nightclubs, like that, nobody's going to those anymore. And that's, I mean, it used to be a legitimate thing. Somebody would meet another person at a bar or a nightclub. And you'd, you'd hear about that. People would get married off of relationships starting in nightclubs or bars. But that just doesn't happen anymore at all. And it's not really a good place to go nowadays. Guys that go there, you know, they just waste their money. But yeah, I want to talk about a gym. You know, it's like, why why has everybody got to have headphones in? Every time. Like, I don't, I go to the gym, I don't put headphones in anymore. I think that's a good experiment for people to start doing. Go to the gym, do a workout. Don't put headphones in. I think you'd be surprised at, for starters, you might make positive interactions with other people. Eye contact, say hi and hi to somebody else. Somebody might come up and say hi to you because they see you don't have headphones in while you're working out. think you can still get some good community from probably going to a church without having to be super religious I mean and I think that's a trend it's going to be going that way more with a lot of people But yeah, there's just like, there's not even any speed dating or singles events in cities anymore, it seems like. And when somebody does try and organize it, like nobody shows up to it. It's kind of crazy, like. You know, volunteering, that might be a good, positive community building thing for somebody who is single and doesn't know very many people. I think there's a lot of uh, millennials and Gen Zers that, yeah, they, I mean, we, we don't. We don't have a lot of friends. Like, we've, we're hard, it's hard for us to make friends. A lot of us have moved around to different cities, have different you know, whether we didn't, for whatever reason, you know, we move around and we, our family and I might not be in that area, but we just can't meet new people. Oh, God. Not even just relationships, but, you know, friends, too. Tough on your mental health. I mean, it is like, hi, Scarlet. It's my dog. Yeah, a dog barks. Get a, get an animal. Get a dog. I would recommend getting a dog over a cat because you can take them lots of different places. Take them to parks. It's a good path to meet other people. You know, I mean, because it's kind of crazy nowadays. 
we live in populated cities where just nobody knows anybody. People feel isolated, alone, you know. And we got phones that we, we think we get connected to other people, but we're not. We've never been more disconnected. I think there's a lot of that that people aren't talking about, even on podcasts. It's kind of why I'm like, you know, screw it. I'm going to start talking about some of the stuff because I don't, there's a lot of stuff that I don't feel anybody's talking about. It's not just single men. I mean, I, willing to bet a lot of women around my age too would feel the same way just alone lost they might have a friend group that they do stuff with regularly but they still don't feel satisfied or fulfilled in their life Yeah, I mean, I think people need to stop just endlessly cycling the dating apps. It's just a cycle. You know, you get it, you try it for like a week or two, maybe a month, and then you get frustrated with it and delete it. And then you feel alone for a while until, oh, screw it, I'm going to try it again. And you get back on and, you know, big surprise. It's, you see a lot of the same faces you swiped on before, you know. It's not a way to meet people. It's not a good way to meet people. It's designed by people who are trying to sell something and make money off of it. And they're profiting off of the misery and loneliness of men and women. It's just, it's not an answer, you know. You know, there's some books I used, my mom used to read to me and my brother when we were kids, uh, fairly popular. They're called the Laura Ingalls Wilder books. This lady that wrote them lived in Wisconsin and then the Dakota Territory in the 1870s, 80s. You know, she wrote these books, I believe, in the 1930s, but when she was older. But, you know, they're children's books, technically, but I believe, I went back recently and listened to them again. And I'm glad I did because, and I got them just free off of an Get the library app, Libby, put your library card on there. There's a lot of audiobooks on there free. You might have to wait a little while, but yeah, anyways, it's just, it's, it's interesting to listen to them, to, to hear how different society was like 120, 130 years ago. Um, in a lot of ways, they had a rougher life with some aspects, but they definitely seemed more happier overall because they had a strong families and a strong community around them. Not just the family they had, but they knew all their neighbors. They knew most of the people in the town. They would go to church events. They had city events, town events. You know, 4th of July came. It was a big party in the town. They'd read the Declaration of Independence. Everybody, most people knew everybody. You know, a lot of people met that way was they seemed happier and you know you look nowadays none of that happens like yeah it's just we go to work you know when we come home you, you run to the we do what run to the store you know and that's it might go to the gym but with your headphones in kind of wishing you could meet other people, but they got their headphones in too. And, you know, you don't want to bug them because then you look like 
you know, whatever. It's just, and then they don't talk to you. And then this toxic gym culture develops like what we have today. People recording other people and you post it online and, you know, we know. It just shouldn't be any of that. I worked at a gym in 2008. And I there was none of this, you know. Of course, the iPhone was just barely out, but... Yeah, nobody recording themselves or whatever. People talk to each other. There's pe still people who wear headphones, but even then it was more of a community. Yeah. No, I think a lot of people are unhappy in their life. Well, yeah, not, I mean, we just don't have a good community around us at all. But, you know, I mean, the government ain't going to change it for us. Nobody's going to change it but us. We've got to choose to go to the gym without headphones in. Um, maybe try going to a church on a Sunday. Maybe try volunteering. You know, if you're in a fairly large city, you could volunteer for the city, clean up city parks. A lot of times that happens in a group with a bunch of people. You could volunteer at a children's hospital. If you have a good dog that loves people, a lot of times you can, they have programs where you can take the dog and cheer up kids at the hospital. You know, you might meet people that way. You know, there's apps like Meetups or whatever it's called. Meetup, yeah. You know, they sometimes have groups on there and stuff, but... It depends what city and where you live on. Might be able to find something through there. The other thing is uh, maybe maybe Facebook groups. Excuse me. Just, I don't think social media apps are the solution to the anxiety and loneliness epidemic that we have. Not at all. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, sometimes I feel like overall it might be more tough for men than women. Seems like there's a lot more men that are single, you know, live alone, might have a cat or a dog, and that's it. No close friends. Yeah. Men live lives of quiet desperation. Yeah, it's pretty true. And maybe it's city you live in not working for you. I spent six years in Portland, Oregon. And I left because it just didn't seem to work out for me there in no way. Whether it's relationships or I formed some friendships there that I still have today. And the crying and stuff and was getting to be too much. So I left and came to a better city.
still even for me, how I struggle to find meet people, you know, whether it's finding friends, you know. Yeah, I guess my point is try and explore opportunities or activities that will help you build a better community for yourself. Whether it's a church, you know, the gym, volunteering. Try and join some kind of group. You know, maybe there's board game groups on Facebook groups, you know, or meetup. That could be. You know, sometimes they have like soccer or volleyball leagues for adults. What if you have a physical job though? You know, if you're a construction worker or you drive a truck or you, you're, you know, like I do unload product off a ramp, you know, I don't really feel like on my days off going and playing volleyball because I just basically worked out at my job. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy nowadays. Probably not good for our society where it's going in a direction where nobody has any sense of community anymore. People don't know their neighbors. You go to like small towns in the country, like really small, under a thousand people. Just go there and drive around. You'll pass people on the road that wave to you. You know, they wave because they have this good sense of community where they live. You know, people don't do that in the city. They'll wave to you with their metal finger. You know, nobody cares. They're all, fuck you, you know, nah, get out of my way. But yeah, this is, you know, our loneliness epidemic we have in this country. It's definitely a problem. There's things that are definitely not the solution to it, like I would say drinking. And alcohol is something I'm going to do a whole nother episode on talking about because myself, and I'll just talk about myself and my experiences with it. And I don't drink anymore. Um, I'm almost a year sober, not drinking. Because that's not the answer either. And, you know, bars and clubs, going out and drinking and trying to meet people that way, that's just definitely not. You know, there's a quote that nothing good ever happens in any bar after one a.m. You know, and that's, I would say that's pretty accurate. But yeah, I don't know, man. What do you do, you know? Getting a dog can be a good thing. It's a companionship, but also... You know, yeah, you can do hikes with it, you know. Go to, go to dog parks, you know. Let it play with other dogs. Hopefully meet people that way. I think that's a good starting thing. People, you know, that's one thing for people to do. Of course, not everybody likes dogs, but... Some people are allergic to dogs, so that doesn't work. You know, not only the gym, but maybe 
fitness classes. That's another thing I thought of. Want to make a note of that too? Fitness like yoga, you know. Like a yoga class at your gym or, or just um, group fitness facilities that like just might just be a yoga studio. Sometimes that can be expensive though. It's a problem. Or a spinning class or a group fitness class. Any of those things would be good, probably, opportunities to meet people. The other thing I thought of would be a cooking class. I know you can find in some cities you can pay, you can, you can go to, like, cooking classes. You know, in my city uh, where I live here, what was it, last spring? Yeah, they had a concert at this local symphony. And it's kind of interesting. I guys went by myself. I got the ticket and went. Place was packed. It was like a sci-fi concert, meaning it was like this orchestra symphony that they played the classic sci-fi songs like Star Wars, Star Trek stuff, you know, the 2001 A Space Odyssey song. What I thought was interesting, though, when I went there, I was probably among the youngest people in the crowd in the, in the whole place. And it sat a lot of people. Everybody looked older than me. And older than me by about 10 or 15 years or so. It's, that was crazy. Like no young people, I guess, care about that anymore. If there were other people there that were around my age there was like a family you know it was like a married couple with their little kids but it seemed kind of surprising to me you know i don't know like if you could meet people through that but at least as a good hobby that's a good thing is learn an instrument Nobody's learning to play instruments anymore. Myself, I'm working on several. Excuse me. First episode, forgot to silence my phone. Anyways, yeah, the instruments. Like, I'm learning currently self-teaching myself, keyboard, basically piano, uh, guitar, harmonica, and I just got a violin. I'm going to start messing with. So things like that, you know, because you're learning an instrument because, you know, nobody else knows how to do that. I mean, it, it seems like far fewer young people are caring about that or learning any of that type of thing as a skill could possibly be musical groups could be a part of at some point I may need to take lessons though really help fine-tune some of the parts of it that I'm not understanding um you know the other thing is not only yoga, but rock climbing gyms would be a good thing if you're not afraid of heights. Rock climbing gyms could meet people from through there. The other thing would be self defense classes. Not just something like karate, but, you know, MMA, some type of martial arts, self-defense, jiu-jitsu. Anything like that could be a good community type of thing, too, where you would, you know, definitely be exposed and meet, meet people. I mean, definitely, just 
the, the lack of community is crazy nowadays compared to what it was a long time ago. And, you know, nothing seems to be done about it either, which is crazy. Like, you just, we we think that our social media apps and Instagrams are, and Facebook is our community, and it's not. It's not doing anything for anybody. We just, you know, it's just mindlessly scrolling. Sixty-one percent of U.S. adults say having close friends is extremely or very important for people to live a fulfilling life. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And unfortunately, most people don't have close friends anymore. So. Eight percent of Americans say they have no close friends. Eight percent is a lot of people. How many people are there in the country? Almost four hundred million. That's a lot of people. Thirty-eight percent for five or more close friends. Hey, good for them. That's good. I mean, it does say here there's an age divide over it, though. Yeah, most younger people don't have close friends. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have one long-term pretty good friend that I've known since 2008. You know, doesn't live in the same state as me. He's in a completely different state. So I see him every, very rarely. But I still talk to him every now and then. You know, I've known him for a long time. But where the city I live now, no. You know, I haven't been unable to meet or make any new friends. And this is the third year now I've been here. Which I feel is kind of crazy. You know, and when I moved here, I did the thing. I did the bar thing, the club thing. And just, you know, nothing comes from that that's good. You just end up wasting money. And it is horrible for your health, which I'll talk in also about the episode I want to do on alcohol. Alcohol is okay to be legal. Let people drink all the alcohol you want, tobacco you want. Uh, uh, don't dare let people touch that psilocybin stuff. You know, even though it could be used in microdosing to treat anxiety and depression. search for something here. Hmm. Americans drinking habits vary by faith. That's hilarious. But yeah, anyways, I like that. So I was trying to build a list of, you know, areas, places, things to do where you could possibly meet people, form friendships, and or help 
build your own personal community you know, or network besides just where you work you know possibly a church a gym fitness studio whether that be a yoga class rock climbing maybe a bicycling club it's a good idea too if you have a bike you like to bike you got a bike path around you bike club you know bars and nightclubs they're out what parts shops it's kind of hard though you'd have to like go there and make it a habit of going there and sitting there you know but i don't know like that's Think it's never been in over club after one morning. I would say even after like midnight. But... Gonna have a good outcome. But yeah, going back to those books. I think people should read them. Laura Ingalls Wilder, Little House on the Prairie. It's good for perspective on, you know, it might, you go and you listen to them. And the audiobooks are, are great. They're done, very, the lady who reads them is pretty, does a good job. But yeah, you listen to them, you might be blown away at how the difference of the country was back then. How differently people talk to each other. You know, how children talk to their parents and vice versa. How people met. How so many people knew everybody. How a lot more happier everyone seemed to be. Um, and sure, there was hardships and a lot of people unhappy. That Yeah, but, but still, like, overall... They appreciated what they had more, you know. A lot of people weren't very wealthy back then. They didn't have a lot of money, and the stuff they did have, they they really appreciated. Or they worked hard for. It's just not like that anymore, you know, like... We need food, we just go buy it at the store, you know, we don't care. You like the, excuse me, parenting was a lot better back then too. A lot better discipline with kids. It's important to have discipline for your children. Like it, it, it's not abusing them or being mean to them. It's you need it to it. It helps them later in life. Because you need respect. Like if children don't respect their parents when they're children they'll never respect anybody when they're adults they won't respect their spouse at all or their bosses or co-workers or the person checking them out at walmart like they just don't care you know we have a society with a lot of rude people in it, it seems. 
It's unfortunate. But yeah, man, I don't know. What can you do about it? All you can do about it is focus on your own life and yourself. That's all you can do. Yeah. Do things that try and expose yourself to other people. To make friends, form relationships. Yeah, and maybe, yeah, maybe eventually you'll, you'll get your own family out of that. Seems like nobody wants a family anymore. Like, I think there's a lot of men that still do, but a lot of women doesn't seem like they want to have kids or have a, ma a husband or at all. Like, I, I think everybody might be a little happier if they had a family. But Yeah, or at the very least, get an animal, get a dog, or a cat, or a frickin' goldfish, something. Volunteering at a humane society, that'd be another good one. Get a part-time job at a dog daycare center. Might meet people through there. Get to know their dogs. Get to know the people. I think that's the thing too. Like if you have the time and like your your current job, but you can't seem to like meet anybody through it. Maybe a second job on the side, something where you're put in an environment, you might be able to meet more people. Definitely, yeah, the next next one I do here is going to be about, I think, alcohol. I'll do one about dating, too, which, you know, we all know is just crazy. So I'm going to talk a little bit about it now. Like, the can't count how many dates I've been on, and it just, it never went to a second date. It almost seemed like the person I went on the date with just wanted a free meal. But, you know, part of that is what do you expect if you're, like, just using these dating apps and you're going off of that? Obviously, a lot of people that use those, just they're just not serious. I mean, and men, too. There's a lot of men that use it that are not serious. They just want to look for a hookup, you know, quick I think that's, you know, a little ridiculous because it's muddying the waters for the rest of us that are serious about trying to find a meaningful relationship. So, you know, if you want like a one night stand, go to a bar or nightclub. You shouldn't get on a dating app. But... I knew a couple that met on match.com way back in like 2006 or five i think six yeah and they're still married to this day and they have two kids and their kids are like in their teenage years so it does happen but those were back in the days when it was like a dating website and not a app that you swipe left and right I don't know, that's my question, is like, does that really happen for people anymore, off of dating apps? <laughs> I think I doubt it, like, is there really people meeting based on swiping right, and then they actually get married after that? I'm like, I don't think that happens. I've seen some articles lately about, like, speed dating in some cities, like, they're organize these speed dating events and then they have to cancel it because they can't get any men to show up.
I guess that means they're still having women show up, but yeah, I think a lot of men have checked out, like, I don't know, like, I wouldn't consider myself checked out of dating, or maybe the better thing to say is there's a lot of men that just don't seem to be able to find anybody to date, they probably try these apps, or they just, they've kind of given up on it, I guess. Like, what do you do, you know? What do you call approach somebody in a store? I think a lot of men aren't going to do that anymore because there's a, it's like a 50-50 chance. You could either get a good response or a negative response. Or it could be a good response, but Oh, no, you know, you get the old, oh, no, thank you, I have a boyfriend, or whatever, you know. Or you could get a really negative response, and you get the person going to, like, the management of the store or calling the police. I think that's a big reason why a lot of guys don't do that anymore. You know, we don't want to risk that. You know, like we really just want to say hi, ask somebody for their number, because we're attracted to them. But, you know, it's a lot of times not taken that way. Yeah, so what do you do, you know? I don't think the thing to do is cold approach people, because there's too much of a risk. Unless you can be certain in whatever way based on the situation that the person is not going to react negatively to you. You know, like maybe at a church, you know, after church, you might go up and approach somebody. They're probably not going to flip out on you. And it's probably pretty easy to see if they might be married because they usually would be with their spouse at a church. So. Yeah, the problem even with that is, you know, like a church, what if you're not really religious, though? Like me, I'm not really into the religious stuff, you know, but I can appreciate the good community building aspects of the churches that they've kind of always had there. Maybe there's a lot more young people going nowadays then I realized maybe that's why I should go. Yeah, I should. I should probably just go and check it out. You never know. I do believe that they have... I, I do believe that. I believe they have groups, uh, church groups, a lot of times. Like... I know I have seen that. I don't know what they would do. Maybe they have game nights. I guess that's why a lot of people are just cold approaching on social media apps. You know, they just, they don't want to do it in person. And they're like DM people and apps and then if you get rejected it's like whatever you know you can just block the person that's why i would say about a gym it's probably not a good idea to cold approach like somebody in a gym like a woman or something and ask her out but you know don't wear headphones stop wearing headphones If everybody else is doing the same thing, maybe the thing to do is the opposite of that thing. Everybody else going to the gym with their AirPods, you know, whatever freaking pods they got. Oh, I can't work out without music. Well, maybe you should learn how to. A lot of clubs have music playing. 
go back and watch that pumping iron documentary with Schwarzenegger. They didn't need music, and they were bodybuilders. You know. I think that's a big one for a lot of people to do really easy and simple, is stop wearing headphones at the gym. I think if you saw other people not wearing headphones, and maybe you weren't wearing headphones, you're more likely to say hi to them. Ask them, you know, how their workout's doing. What are they doing today? What do they like to do for their chest workout? You know, I, you know, say, hey, I, I notice you're in pretty good shape. You know, I'm always looking for tips. What's your favorite chest exercise to do or back exercise routine? You know, what's the most important thing you think somebody should do for legs day? You know. And it'd be easier to go up to somebody and ask them that if they weren't wearing headphones. So. Maybe I should title this episode, Stop Wearing Headphones at the Gym. Fuck it, don't even take your phone to the gym. Like, you know what I'm doing when I got a local gym that's about to open up? Brand new one. Start writing down my workouts on a piece of paper. I'll bring it and I'll follow it. It helps keep you accountable to what you're doing. I used to do that years ago and I got away from it. But yeah, I'm going to do that again. I'm not going to wear headphones. I'm not even going to take my phone. I bet you'd find that you'd have a lot more interaction with people in gyms. Somebody might actually take their headphones out to say something to you because they saw you didn't have any on. And you're like, oh, well, he's open to talking to somebody. I mean, I get it. The headphones, you want to listen to your music, helps you get pumped up. Yeah, that's the point of it. But what it's done is cut everybody off from everybody else. You see it even in stores, public, and parks. Everybody, people got their headphones in. You can't even say anything to anybody anywhere. Like, and if you do, it's like, ugh, you know, they're gonna take it out. They're irritated, you know, and that's why people don't say anything. I think the the first step to getting a better sense of community back for ourselves as individuals, whether we're millennial or Gen Z or, you know, try and take a few baby steps to disconnect from the technology that is consuming you. And we all know it, you know, it's of the phone, the headphones, if you got the watch, it's consuming us. You don't have to fully disconnect, but try and take a few baby steps to disconnect a little bit. And I think by doing that, you'll take a few steps in the right direction of gaining a little bit of community back for yourself open yourself up to meeting other people because you're not staring at your phone wherever you are because you get a little bit of social anxiety that's a big one stand in any line anywhere for more than a nobody can do it for more than a couple seconds before they got to pull their phone out and look at it and like like why you can't stand there in line and be in your own thoughts and exist. Everybody's got to look at their phone. They've got to put their headphone in, listen to something. You know. Try and do a little bit to disconnect 
in public spaces. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. No more phone at the gym. Ironic, ironic thing is a lot of people could never do that because they got to take their phone to the gym to record themselves while doing their workouts or take pictures of themselves while doing their workouts. And they, and why? Why do you need to do that? Oh, I'm doing it for myself. No, you're not. And we all know you're not. You're doing it for everybody else to comment and like it. And then you get dopamine hit from the likes. You know, that's what's happening. And maybe that's the better thing to say of, it, you know, you disconnect a little bit from technology as you're detoxing your brain a little bit from dopamine hits. Is that really what is is like every time we look at the phone we open it we get this spike in our brains dopamine you know it's like the guy there's a great podcast andrew huberman huberman lab i think he has an episode or he probably has a lot of episodes talking about dopamine but excuse me again yeah he's that's big thing of what's going on so we're just so overly saturated with the tech you know the phone computer the watch tv i've had friends before that will sit down in their living room and throw a tv show on and then not look at the TV show at all. They're just on their phone the whole time scrolling. Like they'll put a, they'll, they'll browse, find a show, put it on, and then not pay attention to the show. It's it's crazy. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what are you doing? It's like it's just the TV has become background noise, I guess, or background dopamine. And then, and then you have your phone dopamine hits going you send it to your buddies on tiktok or whatever instagram and oh here's another funny video i sent i gotta send that out yeah disconnect that's what i would say try to you know a lot of people can't completely and so a lot of people can't completely maybe even because of their jobs you might need you know a phone and yeah sure you know it's it's a tool too it's a very useful tool but just a few little things could help a long way you know you know who knows maybe you you don't bring your phone to the gym one time and might be somebody that comes up and says hi to you and then yeah you formed a great friendship from that and that never would have happened had you had your phone with in with you and headphones in you know so yeah i mean you know you never know what could happen but if you just continue to live in this life where you're closed off to the world you know of course nothing else can ever change Yeah, well, that's about an hour. Probably try, try and do an hour each time I do one of these. I'm going to do the next one I want to talk about. I'll do, like I said, is alcohol. And probably do one on relationships. Might do one talking about the the drug industry too and like the the current state of like what is legal and what might become legal like i moved from oregon which was a state that decriminalized everything you know which i 
which, you know, think that's a good thing. I've supported, but, you know, there's a lot of, there's some nuance there. and There's a lot of factors to that, though. You know, it's not just black and white. I guess that's my point. But. Anyways, man, yeah. Community, try and take steps to build yourself a better community and meet more people. Because it's really what we're lacking nowadays. All right, I'm out.